podcast, Johnson. It's every other Monday's main event. Do you know that song? That song's from what's called a video game. Do you know pro wrestling? They also did video games of that. Tonight on every other Monday's main event, Michael and William explore wrestling-based video games that they once played a very long time ago. Tonight on every other Monday's main event, live from New York. Musical guest, Puddle of Mud. Oh, boy. And your host, who's our host? Who's a terrible person? Former referee, Earl Hebner. Oh, yeah. It's a match if they really did that. (laughs) We should start a Twitter campaign for Earl Hebner to host SNL. (laughs) It'll get negative signatures. (laughs) All right, man. Do it up. Can you do that? Are you capable? (laughs) Change.org. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Try to go fund me for it for some reason. What if, we, what if we made like six million dollars? <laughs> hey, good for us. Yeah, That's three million a piece. Yeah, you know what we do? We give that money to Vince McMahon. And be like Vince, you lost a lot out on those T-shirts that Hebner sold out of the back of his truck. Uh, he's got a truck now, not even a car. Um, yeah, yeah this, maybe this will make up for it. you. Know, you need the money. It was, just, you know, it was an open uh, flatbed pickup truck, just loose shirts. He just drove around. <laughs> Hoping, hoping people would catch up to him and give him the money. Yeah, flag him down. Can I, I need to buy some of that stuff, please, <laughs> Mr. Hebner? Mr. Hebner, please. Eventually, all we're going to talk about on this program is Earl Hebner selling stuff out of out of a vehicle, which didn't happen in reality. And yep. H, that's it. Yeah, that's fine by me. <laughs> it's fun. And it, it, if it's like last time, you're going to just shit on the memory of Howard Finkel. We'll see. Yeah. Oh no, I'm. I, I apologize to the Finkel family, the Finkel estate, the Finkel maniacs, the Finkel maniacs, and the 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 great tomb of Howard Finke's legacy. Yeah, we each uh, like we did this once before. We each chose a uh, video game that we used to play. Um, I you went your choices first. I'll go first this time. How's that sound? Do it, fucking do uh, it. I dare so you. Mine was a PlayStation One game that I purchased back in, I believe it was. When this come out? Yeah, 97 I got mine. Wow. I think it was 97. Does it say? It, it gives like other countries except... I think it was 97. Yeah. And so WCW versus the world. So this is at the point where I was watching both Monday programs. But this uh, intrigued me for whatever reason. I probably... You know, it was like a payday. and like, oh, I'm going to go to Toys R Us and see what they got in the video game section. Mm. Oh, what do we have here? So interesting uh, thing about this game. It did have uh, a number of... WCW wrestlers, but it had a large roster of people. And I don't know if you uh, happened to check out that video at all that I sent you today. That's I did not have the chance. I'm a bastard. That's okay. It just, it, you know, it was someone like reviewing the game, but they made note of uh, the roster. Now, when you played it, who did you use? Uh, I played one match as uh, the man called Ric Flair. And another match as Lord Steven Regal. Who did you? Who were your opponents? Uh, when I was Flair, I fought Sting, and when I was Regal, I fought Flair. Okay, so you, you stuck with what you knew. 
Basically. Yes. I mean, I was going to go with Jeff Jarrett because he's my favorite wrestler of all time, but I, I was like, you know what? Not for a second. No. He's, I don't think he's, I think he's the only wrestler in the world who's not one person's favorite wrestler. Yeah, I don't care for him either. You know, you know, you know who does care for him? Jeff Jarrett? Yeah. He cares himself? No, yeah. does someone, someone actually care for him? Or is that no, just, just Jeff Jarrett? Yeah, I was right. Great. So yeah, the weird thing about this game, uh, and uh, in reading it, and, and that video mentions it too, I think they they call it when they port a game, they just kind of copy it and bring it over. Yeah, and they move it to another system. A new paint job or whatever. Uh, so it seemed like it was based on some Japanese releases, possibly. And what they did, they didn't have licensing rights to certain, well, to many wrestlers, or yeah, most other organizations. So yes, you have the the actual roster of uh, WCW in this game is two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, thirteen, and then you have I'm not even gonna count, but it's like like twenty five or thirty other wrestlers. And nowadays, I recognize a lot of names. Back then, I had no idea for most of them. Yeah, they're, they're all based on actual wrestlers from actual promotions, mostly in Japan. Um, so the look of the game at the time for me, I found appealing. I'm watching. I didn't get a chance to play it for this. I mean, I played it here and there since, and I totally forgotten how to play it. Did you have success when you played it? Uh, the controls made no fucking sense to me. It was, um, it was, yeah, it was super weird. I mean, I'm also very used to, you know, the last 20 ish years of wrestling games that have all essentially played the same so yeah. anything outside I mean, like even my selection I was still totally alienated playing and I played it for a million hours growing up um, yeah, but this one you get, like hold if the longer you hold the square button down and do something else like it's a more powerful move I think. and it was all it was like the distance that you were away from them as well it, and there was lots like, of like swinging and kicking at nothing because you weren't close enough to your opponent. Yeah, and there was like I also found it weird because like they specifically had a button for uh, when you drop to the ground for someone to like leap over you when they're running, and I was like, that's such a non-common occurrence to map to a controller. It was the nineties. It was, <laughs> uh, but I still enjoy playing the game because. A lot of the wrestlers had some unique moves to them. Yeah. The uh, animation's awesome in it. I was really impressed with how a lot of the moves looked. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty smooth, I'd say. Uh, but depending on which video I was watching, it was you know, awfully pixelated compared to what you would play today. Now, some of the ones that I use, I actually rarely ever use the actual uh, WCW wrestlers in this game. Uh, I was drawn as I was from watching it too with masked wrestlers at the time. Uh-huh. Uh, so I would use, by name of the game, I would use Abispa, who was actually a Jushin Thunder Liger. Oh. Um, Ninja, who was a great Sasuke, who actually I did get to see back then. He wrestled in uh, ECW for a bit and uh, WWF for a short stint. Um, and there's this Habanero, which was, he was Hayabusa. I don't know if you've seen any of his matches before. No. He had a unique look even for a masked wrestler, but he was, he could do like, you know, crazy moves, every aerial. He actually did a, uh, I know it's a, a line salt when Chris Jericho does it, but when he did it in one match, he landed wrong and he broke his neck. 
and he was paralyzed. Oh, Jesus. Oh, no. So, so he, had, he was done after that. Oh, fuck. Uh, and he, he died when he was like 47. So very unfortunate. Uh, but some of the other names that I recognize now that maybe I didn't back then, uh, Taka Michinoku was known as Black Belt in the game. Mm-hmm. Sabu, they put him as David Harley, which was weird. Uh, Gri- I used Grizz- a name Grizzly, who was Bruiser Brody. I enjoyed using that character. Uh, There's one called Jaguar, who was Tiger Mask. Um, but they did have, if I'm not mistaken, they had our, our boys we've uh, had a couple times on the show. The Kento Kobashi is in there. Oh, damn. There's a Samsung. <laughs> I got Who's Antonio there? Inoki. Antonio Inoki's in there. Terry Still Funk. Still Talon. Uh, yeah. Terry Funk is Major Tom. I, w- I was very excited to see Ken Shamrock in there as Sherlock. But the, the picture, I, I used to think that was Disco Inferno from WCW. I could see it. Yeah, but yeah, Sherlock Shamrock, I guess that's makes sense to someone. I thought it was weird, too. Maybe he wasn't in the company at the time. They did have Road Warrior Hawk, which is, oh, which I'm sure not on purpose, but as overdose, considering he was a drug addict. <laughs> <laughs> and another one, uh, the name in the game was uh, Pooch Tekka. But it, it was based on Atsushi Onita, who I, I remember I sent you a clip of uh, a ring basically exploding at one point. Yes. That was uh, his specialty. He had a, his own promotion called FMW in Japan. It was, you know, very extreme, like, you know, lots of weapons matches and, and blood. And they had explosion death matches all the time. So he was, he, was, he did like a string of those. He would fight all kinds of people, Hayabusa included, in those types of matches. And after like a time limit, the ring would explode. So beforehand, you'd get thrown into one of the sides and there'd be like smaller explosions, but still significant. So he was a very much a, a hardcore wrestling gentleman. Good God. Now, some of these two, you could have uh, more than one outfit. So Hogan, you know, Hulk Hogan was his uh, Hollywood persona, but you could have him as the classic yellow and red. But for the giant, okay, the big show, you know, in his regular form, he was the giant, but they had his alternate was it looked like 1970s or early 80s under the giant that's very strange it was very weird i don't know what the thinking was but um but you know, it, it was all it was is one-on-one matches for me i i you know i played it for a long time without really getting uh tired of it mm-hmm. uh but you know they, they had some cool moves again a lot of the mask guys were the high flyers so they were doing like the the 450 splashes at the top rope or just crazy stuff. Um, there's, I think it's called the Phoenix 450 splash. We had a, maybe I'll find a clip and share it with you that Hayabusa used to do. I mean, he was very acrobatic, but, and then the music, I don't know if you know, if you noticed the, uh, the kind of music that was playing during your matches. It was just like very like early 90, like arcadey kind of Sega, almost anime style music. Yes. Uh, and, uh, maybe I'll send you the link if you if you care to hear the songs without uh, sound effects in the full soundtrack of it. I was listening to it at work today, and that brought back good memories because uh, you just cycle through those songs as they play. But one thing I've learned, I think, for all PlayStation games because they were on CDs, you could just play. I, I would put that in my CD player, and it would play the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why I discovered it's, that you could do that. It's a neat little feature. It was, and I'm sure it was no, a known thing, but no one told me. I just like, oh, I'm going to try this. Hey, it works. So one uh, disappointing thing, you know, Ric Flair didn't bleed in this game. Yeah, that was bullshit. Was. Um, but they had him in a nice pair of purple trunks. That was good. He was in uh, green trunks when I played as him. I, th- I think the purple might have been the, the alternate. I think you uh, had to uh, 
I think you had to uh, win with some wrestlers or unlock other ones, I believe. But um, were you, uh, I mean, for the time, that was a, a lot of choices. Oh, that was a huge roster. Yeah. I just thought it felt so bizarre that even that, that they went through the trouble of renaming everyone and ripping off their look almost to a T on as best as you could for 1997 graphics. Yeah, a lot of a lot of Japanese wrestling games would do that because, um, you know, they would try to make stuff that appealed more to that audience. So they like the Fire Pro Wrestling series was infamous for it. They would, you know, every sometimes I don't remember if they did like a bunch of fictional wrestlers like that or if they basically had creator wrestler parts that were very, very specific. So you could make literally anybody you wanted, like down to the exact looks and move set and everything. Yeah. Um, Cause you know, everybody wants to play as Stone Cold and Steve Austin. Do, do they, you don't know that. I don't know. I, don't know. I did. <laughs> now I'm sure everyone at the time did want to, what? but it does actually was interesting too. Um, I remember when we covered uh, it was, uh, Kento Kobashi versus Kensuke Sasaki. That was the the four and a half minute chess slap. Oh yeah, he is. Uh, he has two characters based off him in this game. Oh fuck! I guess it was uh, Muck Muck Luck, and then Bolt Jameson. But it's him as Power Warrior. So I guess at one point he was Power Warrior in his wrestling career. Oh, so good for him for getting two in there. But yeah, it was just a, it was. A, I found it to be an enjoyable match. Uh, enjoyable game. And it didn't take much to to delight me, though. So that was really fun. I hope you enjoyed playing it and trying it out. No, it was neat. It was. Um, I I will never say no to trying another wrestling game out that I've never played. Because mm-hmm. um, it, it it is funny. Just like there is a level of satisfaction in trying to put on a good match in a wrestling video game. Yeah, I mean, you kind of could if you got used to it. For this one. Like I, I think I would try at the end to do like hit a series of moves in a certain way to make it seem like oh this would just maybe what would really happen right like, instead of just like you know oh I punched him in the face and he fell over mm-hmm. he's such so low in energy I can just now pin him with a three count exactly um, and the last thing I want to mention is the uh, the cover art for this I thought it was strange uh, due in part because some of the people on there aren't in the game <laughs> I don't think Diamond's... Did Diamond Dallas Page get in the game? I don't believe so. But he's in the he's in the cover giving the diamond cutter to someone. Well, what the fuck? And then I know it's uh they're not really featured, but it's there's a picture of Hulk Hogan missing missing a leg drop. And I think it's <laughs> I think it's Roddy Piper that he's getting out of the way. And um Chris Benoit is Chris Jericho in a submission maneuver. That's very strange. We're in the game. It's fucked up. Isn't it? So I wonder if they got any kind of royalties for being featured in the the cover, but not for being in the game. I wonder. I mean, if everything I know about WCW is true, they were probably paid fucking millions for it because they just threw endless I'd, money at people to keep them. I'd take it. I would never say no to a couple million bucks to put a picture of me on a video game. Yeah, but that was that was my game. Yeah. No, it was cool. I was I was excited. I'll you gotta try it again. I think I might. I'd say if if you're feeling daring to try one of the uh, someone that you may not be too familiar with, like try yeah, one yeah. of the mass one of the mast fellers, perhaps. Yeah, I think it'd be fun. Yeah, that's mine. What was yours, Mike? I went with World Wrestling Federation Attitude, 
from 1998 that was on the PlayStation, the Nintendo 64, and the Sega Dreamcast. I played it on the N64, and um, man, I was just in love with this fucking game, and it sucks, but I was in love with it. I, th- it, think, I, I think I had this, I think. It seems really familiar when I watched the footage back. I had because I also had the ECW Hardcore Revolution, which was yeah, the, uh, the same, same engine. Yeah, but yeah. So I, I, but I, looking at the the cover for the game, it looks super familiar. So I think I had it too. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, because they did uh, WWF Warzone, and then they did Attitude. Oh no, Warzone came out in '98 because uh, Attitude came out in '99, and um, yeah, it was just. Uh, and then you know, the ECW one came out shortly after that because the WWF license went to um, THQ, who went on to do WrestleMania 2000, No Mercy for the N64, and then SmackDown 1 and 2 for the PS1. Um, so there was yeah, there was a lot of rights flying around at the time. But this one, I mean, I have a lot of vivid memories of this one because when I, you know, I was... Uh, a couple of years into the internet at this point, And I remember IGN.com was, you know, hyping up the game big. And I don't know if, I don't remember if it was every day leading up to the release or like a couple times a week, but they would on their website release a video, um, you know, one at a time of the wrestler entrances in the game. And I just remember I was so blown away by the way they were recreating the entrances in it. Cause it's like, Oh shit, they have the real theme song. They have pyros that are just really uh, pixelated sprites. They have, you know, but they, they, you know, it's fucking, you know, 99. Yeah, They're doing the best they could. Yeah, They're real voices for the game too. There was, a, uh, some would say too much voice acting in this game. Um, Cause when yeah. you're playing it, they're talking trash and, <laughs> there's like ah 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 yeah there's a lot of grunts a lot of fucking just you know like mankind does the pig squeal in it um yeah even though he wasn't doing that anymore by that point but (laughs) the video games are always out of date um it was also really interesting in the way the wrestlers bled because it was just like basically if you hit the same area too much it would bleed regardless of where on the body it was so you would find guys with like you know, blood on their trunks or something like, you know, they bleed from the fucking ankle, like hey, just from anywhere. One of the matches that Triple H had that uh, calf. That's, yeah, that's very true. Happened. Yeah. yeah. And if, you know, if it's Ric Flair, anything's possible. Actually, I like that feature that you can bleed in this match and everyone like bled heavily. Yeah, it was because I, I remember I used to have matches, you know, me and my friends would just do a hardcore match and we would just keep fighting until we were just completely covered in blood yeah I, I think i may mention to you before i don't recall if it was this or the ecw version which was kind of the same more or less uh a character that i used and he was wearing a mask but he would bleed through it anyways yeah made it i mean he was called the wicked fat zombie i like him and, but it was just like a, a rotund man dressed like a skeleton from head to toe give him the belt uh he was i believe he was champion at one oh, point perfect but yeah Excellent. he would he would always end up get busted open. So good for him. A man back then. I think actually I also in one of these I created uh Terry Funk because they like you said they have all the all the parts were there. Yeah. You had to like make him to play him in the game. Like his his distinct pants. Gotta do it. Gotta do it for the T Funk. I don't remember like much about how it looked until I watched the video I watched was uh just a playthrough of a match with Steve Austin versus Ken Shamrock. Mm-hmm. 
and the way Steve Austin walked down to the ring in this was like he like just shit his pants. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, they uh, motion capture was not a big thing in video games at that point, so they tried to do like that sassy stone cold walk, and and it looked like poop. Yeah. He also the first thing he did in the match in was the trunk. Unre- unrealistic was tried to throw a drop kick. Steve Austin doesn't do that. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, and that's what was interesting too about the way that the game worked was you know everyone had kind of generic move sets and um, moves were done by like Mortal Kombat style combos. So instead of a grapple button and then move the grapple button in a direction to do a unique move, it was you know right down up circle to do a DDT right. and like up down triangle for you know, a hip toss. Like it was ridiculous. The lengths you had to go to barely hurt your opponent. I can feel the thumb blisters coming back just from me talking about yeah. it. And the, um, you know, and, and, you know, cause like later wrestling games, like they went down, you know, they made sure that every wrestler moved like their real life counterpart. Like, you know, they made sure Austin punched like Austin and the rock punched like the rock. Um, but you know, here it's just, everyone has the same punch and kick and dive and all that. I don't know. Did you watch when you sent me a, a still? Were you watching just entrances of everyone? Oh uh, well, no. So I um I was playing it on uh, an emulator. So I was like, and I you know because I remember watching these entrances and being so blown away. I was like, which ones fucked me up? And I was like, man, I remember seeing Gangrels and like they did the pit of fire, and I thought that was so cool. It looks like shit, but you know it's nineteen ninety nine. It looks awesome at the time. Yeah, I, I watched a, a compilation of just entrances, and that was on there. But and Kane's also with the fire. Yeah. And even the Undertaker's, his music was uh, different at this point. It wasn't the traditional. Oh yeah, I love that uh, version of the song. That's like the Ministry of Darkness version of his theme song. It was so fucking good. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say I also watched uh, a compilation of everyone's finishers. And oh then, yeah, and then, were there some unlockables? Because they had like Sergeant Slaughter was in there. Uh yeah, there there were quite a few because I remember the big unlockable was um, head. Yeah, it was just a floating head with feet and hands. Black. Black feet and black hands, yeah. But they showed up one of the finishers. It was uh, Paul Bearer doing a top rope 450 splash onto Mankind. Well, just like was that life. not his finisher? Yeah, was. I guess I forgot. Yeah. I'm sorry. It it was um, but it was it was like a, it was a tough game because like the way story mode worked, it was just a series of matches. But um, what it did was like it started you at easy difficulty and then ramped up all the way to hard, and hard was fucking unbearable like just you couldn't do anything they blocked every move they reversed every move like you literally couldn't do anything it was uh so i i used a lot of game shark to uh to unlock the unlockables tisk tisk call the cops i don't give a shit now this one did not have a tag team mode did it um did it? i think it, i'm pretty sure no it did because um uh, my friend Darren and I had uh, we made ourselves in the game, and oh, uh, we we made ourselves a tag team. Um, we had uh, we made T-shirts that said "You suck times too." Oh, that's that's lovely. Yeah, we were we were twelve. <laughs> yeah, no judgment. And I'm judging myself. Was uh, Shane McMahon ever a regular commentator? Uh, not really. I that was another thing that I found interesting. Um, he did, you know. I, he did commentary on Sunday Night Heat for a while, um, but Time. yeah, never you know, never on Raw. Raw was you know Jr. and Lawler, uh, with the exception of Jr.'s Bell's palsy when he was replaced by Michael Cole, and uh, then when Lawler was replaced by 
Paul Heyman because Jerry Lawler quit because his uh, girlfriend that was half his age got fired from the company. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought there was more. <laughs> no, that's it. Yeah, he's just, yeah, he quit. Solidarity. Oh. Ray. But yeah, it was it was a good fucking roster, though. Like, you know, they had, because they, you know, they had everybody. They had all the, you know, they had the tag teams. They had the, um, you know, the mid-card guys. You know, Val Venus is in it. Jeff Jarrett snuck his way in. Um, Gangrel, Edge Christian. Hmm? Godfather. Godfather was in there. I played a match as the Godfather this afternoon. Did he win? I didn't win that match. I did, but then I did a uh, two out of three falls hardcore match. Uh, I played as Mankind and went up against Billy Gunn, and uh, I won that one. Blood, a lot of blood. Both of you, or just just your opponent? Yeah, both of us. It was a, it was a good bath. Oh, uh, is Howard Finkel playable? Uh, so he just kind of runs around uh, the outside of the ring. Um, yeah, just depending on the camera angle. That would have been great if one of these games actually had that as uh, something that happened, but also uh, Hugo in the Spanish Nuts team. I would love to see Hugo in a game. I wonder in the uh, Spanish language version of the video games if they have Carlos and Hugo on commentary. It would make sense. That'd be cool. That'd be good for them. Nice paycheck. Do they have Spanish versions of the game? Well, no, they, I think, well, I mean, you know, every game gets translated, but I don't, yeah, I don't think they translated the voiceovers for wrestling games. It would be really funny if they did it and they made the wrestlers read their lines in horrible broken Spanish. (laughs) Just Val Venus saying, Hola, mujeres. (laughs) That'd be nice. Do you know Val Venus is a fucking nut job? I think you've mentioned that, yeah. Yeah, he's big into like cryptocurrency and libertarianism. Oh. Does he uh did he get vaccinated? No, certainly not. He fights with he fights with people on the internet about the vaccine. Oh. Any of the wrestlers that he fights with or uh no no wrestlers don't pay attention to him. Oh, okay. So he's he's out of the wrestling world. Yeah, oh, completely. He has, you know, I think he has like an Alex Jones type show. Yeah, gross. Yeah, he's gross. Does Alex Jones actually still have a show? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There. Out of his fucking bunker? Because he goes like not allowed anywhere. Reasonable. Well, yeah, he he was never on anything. He was always on his own thing. I thought he had like like, a YouTube channel. Oh, maybe. He had like, you know, outlets to social media where he would like repost his oh, stuff. We I'm going to find out. I'm going to call into his show and ask him. Okay. He's probably on right now. We could probably just call in. Are you talking about whatever protein shakes he's taking and taking a shit off and flexing at the camera? Uh, wouldn't you, know? you if you were built like him? No, I wouldn't. Not at all. <laughs> he's pretty. <laughs> do, you, do you know the Alex Jones chili story? No, please tell me. Oh, it's my favorite. He uh, when he got divorced because um, that's what you do when you marry Alex Jones is you fucking divorce him. Uh, his he was going to he had a custody hearing because he was trying to get custody of the children, and he never showed up. And when he was asked why, he said he ate too much chili and he wasn't feeling good. Oh, the poor baby. A weird so he, thing to say. Yeah, exactly. He had to specify that he ate too much chili. It wasn't like I wasn't feeling well. It was 
I ate too much chili and I was shitting protein powder everywhere. Oh, I guess his children have chili to thank. Yeah. They're hopefully better lives. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Any second spent away from Alex Jones is a great life. Imagine, I don't know if what he has for children. Imagine it's two little girls with uh, Alex Jones faces with pigtails. Oh, no. Those poor, poor little girls. (laughs) Red with anger. They have no chance. Yeah. Also flexing. Oh, God. Oh, no. Let's get back to the game. It's a good game. No, it's not. Who's your favorite to use? Um, I mean, so I would always just play as my favorite. So I was always playing as Kane and Stone Cold. Um, and when in Kane's voiceovers, they have the electrolarynx, which is pretty cool. Oh, nice. It's like, burning hell. Okay. You got it, Kane. Did you ever use other wrestlers, though? I definitely like played as everyone. I mean, I didn't stop playing this fucking game. I had it on the N64. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was just like you know, every fucking day I'd come home from school. And I'd just make wrestlers of people I didn't like in real life and beat the shit out of them. Like I did in every wrestling game and go through career mode and just different matches and take out my frustrations on uh, being alive and uh, in, in the video game. And I just, I, was so obsessed with it and you know, I was pretty good at it and you know I would play it with friends and we'd play against each other and even at the time like I recognized it wasn't very good as a game but it's like the superficial shit was more important like you know there's commentary and there's voiceovers and everyone has their theme songs and their entrances like that was all that mattered to me like I didn't give a shit that it wasn't a very good game um, it, it always helped when a wrestling game was a good game but you know the, so much of it was just fighting against the controller and you know, trying to do a single arm drag uh, by pressing 15 buttons in a row. Yeah, that's a weird setup. Uh, one thing I found funny that I'd forgotten about was the uh, during the match, it seems like a, the atmosphere is like a mostly empty arena with the way they have the sound effects. And like, there's like one person be like, yeah, but otherwise it's like nothing really happening. It's too yeah, to anyone. The game makes it look like the WWF is like on its way out. It's like you're like, you're at the raw set and it's in front of like, you know, 300 people and they're all, you know, they're all barely animated sprites. But no, I remember so much like quoting the dumb shit. Cause like you'd have random audience members yell, just like kick his ass. And you're yeah. 316, like shit that no one ever said at wrestling shows. <laughs> um, and like the chance too, like they wouldn't, like they, you know, they had to have like a cup. They had a couple different chants for every wrestler. Just um, someone, like a, like a Kane Undertaker match, someone just starts chanting donuts. Yeah, well, that's kind of what it felt like. I mean, there was a Triple H match where they were chanting pedigree. Pet. No one ever chanted for the. Pe- I love the pedigree. It's all, you know, it's and it's my favorite wrestler's finishing move. No one ever chanted pedigree. You know, they would chant three sixteen for Austin. No one ever chanted three sixteen. Um, you know, it, it was the weirdest shit that they would chant. Um, they would, they did do a holy shit, but they would do holy, holy. I thought that was kind of yeah. Um, but yeah, so there was yeah. It's, I mean, even to this day, like wrestling video games somehow don't do crowd noise totally correctly. Um, you'd think they'd have figured it out by now, but nope. You should uh, next time they do one, you should go in there and it sounds you and just you should go going. Ah. I um I did for WWE 2K17 and oh. they arrested me. Oh, that's unfortunate. I'm in prison. You, you've uh, turned 
uh, your prison cell into your bedroom. Yep. That's nice then to, to make you feel at home. Oh, you know, they took good care of me over there. So when you're hogtied, they actually they do it with handcuffs? Mm-hmm. Is that possible? To hogtie with handcuffs? I wouldn't be, yeah, probably, but not comfortable. Yeah, oh, no, no way. But again, the way I would have it done is that, you know, right wrist handcuff to left ankle and vice versa. Yeah, 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 yeah of course. I mean, imagine that. Imagine being left like that for like a day. No, I don't think I'd enjoy that. Let alone like an hour. Imagine if you somehow rolled out on and you rolled over onto your back. I would do an hour if there was like a cash prize. How much? A thousand bucks. A thousand, yeah. That's you know. An hour out of your day and an hour of discomfort might maybe have lasting effects for like a couple days. What if you had- nah, maybe I'd up at the ten actually. Yeah, I think I'd uh, minimum ten thousand yeah. dollars. I mean, depends on the credit cards or something with that. The environment too. Hmm. Like if what if it's like if you're and like on a mattress, yeah, on a you know uh, freshly paved parking lot in a hot summer day. Ah, big difference. No, I wouldn't do that then. I'd up my price to eleven thousand for that. What if you're like uh, dangling from a crane? So you're just body weights pulling on your your limbs. If there was a 100% guarantee that I wouldn't die, um, 100000 What if you tear your rotator cuffs? I got money for the surgery. I probably need more than 100. A lot more than 100000 What? If, yeah, what about, what about the deductible? You just pay the deductible. Oh, but at the end, though, they just cut you loose and you, uh, you splash into water below. <laughs> well, like, you're not going to die while you're on the crane, but we did say what happens when you get cut loose from it. Yeah, yeah, because you go underwater, you're still handcuffed. So uh, imagine that belly flop. <laughs> well, I'd be more concerned about drowning, but yeah, that too. Yeah, maybe maybe the, depending on how high the drop is, you'll be knocked out. Yeah, no, I have to deal with that. try to go like head first. Yeah, I'd still I'd turn my head though. Yeah, I, I would just have your, your eyes open and your mouth open. That's true. Good to you. Really, you you you're only going to experience that once, so you might as well. Once a week. I'm watching uh, a Royal Rumble performed in WWF Attitude, and uh, right now Al Snow is just bleeding on the left breast. <laughs> Bust open nipple. Yeah. Weird. The uh, great great arms back. Yeah, you literally didn't like literally the foot it was fucking weird actually thinking i must have i must have had my character in the ecw one because they they uh they had the barbed wire matches in the ecw oh yeah you and then you irish whip them into the barbed wire and they just stop and they just go yep christian is bleeding from the right bicep through his shirt oh that's a bit more reasonable yeah good uh good what I was gonna say the the I loved uh, the menu music. I used to have that stuck in my head for fucking weeks. The menu was weird. It had like this random images go by. It wasn't even just wrestlers. It was like title belts or like a sandwich. Yeah, yeah. Strange. Vince McMahon uh, doing a goatsy. The fonts were terrible. Oh, definitely. It was, I'm sure, like, 90s extreme fonts, but no. Yeah, video games didn't figure out fonts until, like, last year. Yeah, it's just, like, it's too much, like, you know, like background patterns and underneath, like... Yeah. Indiscernible fonts. Yeah, no good. No good. 
Yeah. Well, anything else to say about the game? Nah, it's, you know, it was fun to play it. It was, it's not something, you know, like No Mercy is a game I can pick up and play for five hours right now and have the time of my life. But Attitude, I was, uh, I wasn't super thrilled trying to fight the controller to play it. Yeah. I mean, I thinking about it more, it's a, a good memory for me because I think at this time I was single. So I would, I was living in an apartment of Worcester. So I'd walk two blocks over, get some Indian food, bring it home and would away my hours playing, uh, playing that on my little 13 inch TV VCR combo. Hmm. But I didn't have cable. I just, so the, the, my takeaway from that is I, uh, I really want some Indian food right now. Well, I, I haven't had it for a while. My wife, she uh, works in the medical field and they are nice enough, usually once a week to bring in Indian food for everyone. Oh shit. Thanks. So she always, and she always will rub it in my face. She'll text me. I guess when I have for lunch today, Oh man, it's sad. You should uh, have her hire you as her assistant, personal assistant. Oh yeah. That'd be fun. Yeah. Do that. Or I could just go get Indian food. You can do that now. It wouldn't be free though. It wouldn't be free. Yeah, that's true. Oh, I want Indian. I'm actually hungry. Yeah, I uh, I recently discovered uh, an Indian place near me that's very very good called Kashmir in Salem, New Hampshire. Mm. I had I tried their lamb vindaloo and I almost wept. It was so good. Was it spicy yet tasty? Yes. You 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 big on the lamb? I enjoy lamb. Yeah. I'm not, I'm personally I'm that's I'm not judging. I, the only time I I ever eat lamb is uh in years past i'll go over my grandmother's and then became my aunt's house for easter only time yeah well my my wife is uh is greek and there's a lot of lamb in greek cuisine so i've had many a assortment of lamb dishes yeah that's that's one meat that i never really took to a lot of a lot of gravy on my on my lamb would you eat a uh a a live lamb though Mm, i consider it i I, have you ever uh i've eaten goat at an indian buffet before Oh shit! Yeah, ever have goat? I haven't. I'd be open to it. I'll try any animal. It was, I don't give a fuck. It was okay. I would like to do it again. It was, you know, it was there. So I'm like, I gotta try it. Now, do you have do you do buffets? Um, I've never done an Indian buffet. Uh, I don't okay. think I'll ever do a buffet again post uh, pandemic. Oh, true. All right. Well, I think we have to try to schedule. Find out who likes Indian food and have some. I will. Kevin likes believe- it gleefully have a uh, Indian food get together. Okay. We'll get that going. This, this is probably not good for the show, but <laughs> listen, if anybody listening to this show wants to get Indian food with me and bill, uh, find me on Twitter at uh, MG Spada and we'll set up a date. Find us uh, on Instagram and uh, comment on any post, what your favorite Indian food is. Yes. I get it personally. Uh, I started off big on chicken vindaloo. I still like it, but now I'm a big chicken tikka masala guy. Love a good chicken tikka masala. Like aloo gobi. That's the uh, the, the cauliflower and potatoes one. Lubega? Uh No, aloo gobi. Hmm. I'd try that. You haven't had it before? Yeah, it's, yeah um, it sounds great. And then any kind of uh, like, like sag paneer, maybe the cheese and the spinach. Uh, it's all good. Got to get some naan. Oh, God damn it. Have you, had, have you had badami kheer before? No, tell me about it. It's like the rice pudding dessert. Oh, sounds good. It, it tastes like Fruit Loops, but better. Oh fuck yeah! And then I don't. It's like a like a uh, like a little dough ball in rose water. I call them wet munchkins. What's not the name of them? But that's what it reminds me of. Those are delicious too. I'm, I'm interested. But that, that's from buffets. I would get those things. 
God damn it. I want Indian food right now. Man, we would make for a great Indian food podcast. <laughs> it's just salivating over Indian food. <laughs> you know, another thing that I enjoy eating. Oh, I'm going to finish. Yeah. Anyway, WWF Attitude in stores now. You can go buy it for your PlayStation 1, your Nintendo 64, your Sega Dreamcast video game console, uh, all three very current, very active systems. Uh, So don't fuck around. Don't wait on it. It's going to sell out at KB Toys. And uh, X-Pac is in the game. Crush job. Yep. He's going to make you uh, suck his, um, I think it's called a penis. Oh, it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they want you to um, basically Ever. like they want your penis to become like erect, like yeah. you know, like with with blood, and then you put it in your mouth. Together. I never made the connection. That's what they meant. Yeah, yeah, they want you to make them uh, finish in oh. your mouth. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Imagine that was like the original line was "suck it, <laughs> finish in your mouth." Oh man, I can call the road dog up, see what he too, thinks. Too wordy. Road dog's too busy on queuing on message boards. Okay, let's get out of here. <laughs> Thank you very much, everybody. WWF Attitude, WCW versus the world on video game systems right now. Buy them. Yeah. Love you. All right. Podcast. <laughs>